Welcome to the Optimist Futures Podcast, a place to learn from an industry insider with over 20 years of experience in commodity futures and options. Gain insight to the newest technology, platforms, risk management, trading philosophy, and advice about the current state of the futures and options markets. For futures trading platforms, deep discounts trading commissions, overnight margins, and instructional videos, feel free to visit our website at optimistfutures.com. Please remember that this matter should be viewed as a solicitation to trade. Trading futures and options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should therefore carefully consider whether such trading is suitable for you in light of your financial condition. Optimus Futures LLC is not affiliated with, nor does it endorse any trading system, methodologies, newsletter, or similar service. We urge you to conduct your own due diligence. Now, here's your host, founder and CEO of Optimus Futures, Matt Zimberg. One of the biggest mistakes you can do is not understand the time frame that you trade. You can come in with the intentions of being a day trader, but coming from a long-term investor mentality and culture and experience, and at the same time you are a day trader approaching it as if you had a long-term horizon ahead of you and when traders and investors confuse their time frames that's exactly where the loss occurs this is also the reason for very prolonged recessions but I'm not going to get into this right now because it requires a discussion of its own. What I do want to emphasize is that as a trader and as a short-term trader, you need to understand the time frame that you trade. Meaning that when you are a day trader, you do not pay attention to news that say, that the long-term trend is overbought or if we are in for example if we were to go into a deep uh, recession um, or correction that that the times occur you shouldn't care you know what the news say about you know the territory being um, oversold and the reason is because you don't care as a day trader um, on a daily basis where the long-term trend is. You just shouldn't care. The problem occurs is that when day traders are affected by the noise of TV saying the Nasdaq is too high or the Dow is too high or the Imini S&P is too high, right? Or is, they don't refer to it on TV as Imini, but just the S&P contract, the cash contract. And that puts the short-term traders in a state of mind of approaching the market as an overbought territory. I'm specifically talking nowadays, right? Because we have those indices that seem to um, striving to make new highs every day. And then at the same time, there are people who are coming in and saying, well, this is all as a result of retail traders coming in and small time, um, you know, traders that are just adding to the market momentum. 
the the issue for the day trader should be well if that's the case that's where i should trade i should trade you know as the market dictates you know on a day-to-day -day basis and just because the market reached a new high it does not mean that you short it and just the mark if the market reached a new low for the week you know it doesn't mean that you buy it you just trade with the trend for the same day that's really how you should treat this market so every day you don't look at where it was before and not trying to guess where it's going to be tomorrow but rather trade it right now in reality what happens is that short-term traders get confused that they're investors so they get affected by the news the market makes new high and they short it they're like okay well you know i think the market is overbought well it could be overbought but it's not overbought for the next five minutes and it's not overbought for the next 15 minutes it could be but it doesn't necessarily mean just because the market is high you know it's not going to make new highs again so again you know your goal is to trade with the probability the same thing that happens on the downside if we go through some corrections and the market starts to hit new lows you don't get into the mentality of well the market is oversold you just trade as a day trader what the next trend is for five minutes 15 minutes 30 minutes obviously you know as a day trader those are the time frames that you're looking at now specifically when you trade leverage products such as futures whether you trade the full e-mini S&P or you trade the micro, you're trading a sophisticated derivative. It is not an investment. People who engage in leverage and any type of leverage, even if you take leverage on equities, um, you trade futures, stock indices, you trade forex, any type of leverage that you're involved, in my personal opinion, you're outside the realm of investing. Now you're in the business of trading. So you have to trade what the trend is currently telling you. What is happening right now in the marketplace? One of the reasons that we sometimes have huge corrections and people suffer is actually when the investors are coming in, looking at the day traders and saying, oh, I see those gain on a daily basis. And then they come in into products such as futures, trying to trade it for um, you know, the long haul or anything like that. And then you have huge corrections, which affect your cash substantially because it's a leveraged product, right? So it, ha it, it happens to both investors and day traders because they don't know that what, you know, what time frame that's actually trading, meaning that they, in their mind, they're set one way, but they actually do um, have expectations of a different time frame so it's important to understand that when you are a day trader there will be a lot of noise in the marketplace that's what it's all about right you have ups and downs ups and downs and fluctuations and everything else and part of that noise is the price that you pay for being in the futures market that hesitation the psychology the ability to withstand those fluctuations as they occur that's just part of the cost, you know, of being in the marketplace. You have the cost, of course, the transactional cost. But then at the same time, you also have the, 
the fee and the cost of your behavior in the marketplace. I mean, the way you are getting affected psychologically by those fluctuations. That is part of the price. And this is what you have to accept in order to understand the time frame that you trade. Long-term investors will also uh, have huge fluctuations in their equity. If you look at any, you know, equity type product, any of the big uh, companies, you know, for the last, let's say, 10 years, if you were to gauge their fluctuations, you would see that they also have very highs and lows and big drawdowns, sometimes 50%, sometimes even more than that, depending on the equity product that you trade. So they also have to live with it, but on a longer time scale. You, as a day trader, have to live with it on a shorter time scale. So... If you're a day trader, set parameters for day trading. And if the market is high and you get a signal to buy, you buy. There's no way around it. I mean, to catch, you know, tops and bottoms in the, this business is nearly impossible. So if you're coming, you know, after being influenced, watching some show on TV or some, or you read some report where the market says, well, this market is overbought and there's a lot of young people are buying it and everything else, then you're looking for opportunities to short it psychologically like an investor. Because that guy on TV doesn't know your time frame. He doesn't know that you're looking at three-minute charts, right? So you're trying to take an advice of somebody. He, he might be right. I mean, he might be right that in the next month we're going to go through some correction. But it doesn't mean that it's going to happen in the next 30 minutes, 15 minutes, 5 minutes, whatever time frame you trade. So the isolation of the time frame and understanding the time frame that you trade is very, very crucial. The shorter time frame that you're looking at, you could, um, you could, you will have a lot more noise associated with it. So if you go from 1 minute to 3 minutes, 5 minutes, you know, 15 minutes, 30, 60, you could be a day trader looking at a an hourly trends, which is fine too. But understand that, you know, you are trading that trend of one hour, 15 minutes or whatever you choose. You're not trading um, the trend that came from yesterday. And then you're not trying to guess where the trend is going to go tomorrow. It's now. You're not an investor. So I hope it helps you um, in terms of understanding. So sometimes I feel that Traders are intelligent, and some of the concepts that I explain here, they know about it, but at, this, but at the same time, I'm trying just to make you a little bit more conscious, you know, of putting a little bit more precision into your trading. One of the biggest mistakes, and I'm sure that I've mentioned it to a number of you if I've spoken to you in the past, is when you're a day trader and your day trade did not go so well. And now what you're trying to do is basically trying to leave a position on, trying to see and recover the loss. Try to see, You're trying to see if you could recover the loss um, if you were to carry the position overnight. And that's exactly where the problems begin. First of all, if you're a day trader... In my personal opinion, you should close your position every day and the end of the day trading session. Now, if you want to restart after the market reopens, an hour later, as you know, the stock indices, uh, majority of you probably trade stock indices, but even if you trade crude or gold, all close at around the 
5 o'clock um, Eastern Time, 4 o'clock Central Time. And if the market reopens after an hour and you want to be in it, it's, it's fine. You can trade it. But if you're a day trader, you should really close your position. Because that hour gap of the market being closed in, in that one hour, a lot of things can happen. So as a day trader, you want to avoid uncertainty. When the market closes, the world doesn't stop. The market, if you had a little loss and you left the position on trying to open recover, the market could even give you a much bigger loss. If you stay in at a trade, in, in a trade, when um, the session actually is, um, is closed, meaning that you left a position on to try and recover, let's say a position that was left overnight, um, try and recover maybe a loss that you had throughout the day. That's what I mean to say. Sorry, I'm just not, I'm, I'm trying to get my focus together here. So you had a loss, you're trying to come in into the market and you're trying to recover and you left it. That one hour could cause a lot of damage. And this is exactly where you're starting to confuse the time frame that you're trading. And it goes same for wins. If you had a win and you left the position on at night for the nighttime, again, you left it one hour open. Now you changed, um, you know, your role as a day trader. Because as a day trader, you have, day trader, you have to manage your risk. It means day trader, day session, it's closed, it's done, everything and everything else. You know, some people could argue back and forth about if I had a winning position, you know, the trend is strong, I want to keep it overnight. Um, and if I had a loss, it doesn't mean that the market might not come back, you know, and, and give it to me in both situations. Of course, you know, I don't have the, I don't have a crystal ball. Anything could happen. You could be in a loss and it could turn into a win in the night session or you could be in a win and it could, you know, and could turn into a, a bigger winner. But this is not the sort of behavior, pattern, and habit that you want to develop. Because I believe in the long run, it will hurt you. There were many traders out there that says, I'm just going to do it this time. Even though you're listening to me here and you're, like, and you're saying to yourself, I'm not going to do it, only the market will put you at a test. Um, and many times I could tell you that people have stayed in a trade. Instead of looking at, at new opportunities, they stayed in a trade for too long, not confusing their time frame again from being a day trader. They stayed in the market for a number of days and a big loss just ate their account. And again, in the business of leverage, such as futures, Precision is just about everything, you know, methodology, risk management, everything else. Every single contract you trade is a very big contract. It's leverage. So you're trading um, something with a very big magnitude in terms of the financial impact that it has on your equity. So what you want to do is basically, again, as I said, you know, understand the time frame that you are trading understanding what you should do within this time frame, what you shouldn't do, and above all, having the right psychological mindset for short-term trading. Again, short-term trading is not necessarily thinking about the long-term trend that was there for the last week, because you're just trading the current fluctuations. Now, the other side of the coin, just to be fair, that what some people may say 
is this. We look at bigger time frames. We look at the daily, I look at 30 minute and I look at 60 and 60 minute and then I trade off the five minute charts. Fair enough, right? If the trend, you know, on the number of time frames and the bigger time frames appears to be going up, then obviously, okay, I, I get the point. Or at the same time, on, on the downside, if the long-term trend and the short-term trend, everything is going down, as a day trader, you know, your probability in your head is that you want to trade short. That is fine. I get it. Nothing wrong with making long-term charts as a reference. What I'm really referring to uh, more than anything is the length of time that you stay in the market as a result of that trade. Whatever made you get in is fine. But at the same time, you know, if you start treating your day trading as an investment, then again, I, in my opinion, that's where the balance will be reflecting that, you know, and, and not in a good way. So as I mentioned before, I think on previous podcasts, you, you, you use the time analysis as a variable. So let's say you're trading a five minute chart. Now you're in a trade for four hours and it's in a loss. Well, you know, I'm not saying you turn into an investor, you know, just because of four hours, but clearly you're breaking the rules of trading five minute charts and being in the market for four hours. If within the next 3x, meaning 15 minutes, 20 minutes, your setup didn't work out, you know, you have to move on. So it, it gets very, very specific when it comes to time frames. And I think if you are coming as an investor to day trading, just keep that in mind. Whatever you did as an investor will not apply as a day trader. If you're a day trader that one day turned, um, you know, that maybe some of your other capital is a long-term investment, you cannot do the analysis on your portfolio the same way. You could be very, very long-term on an equity uh, company, on a stock, thinking that it's going to make new highs, you know, that it has great management, a good product and a revenue, but you could be potentially short the stock indices. Let's say there's some company out there, there's a big chunk of the, you know, of, of, of the stock index. There's nothing wrong with being short term on the stock index where your portfolio is long something. There's, in my opinion, there's nothing wrong with it. In fact, now you're treating both assets as it should be. A leverage product is a short term product. And, um, um, and your equity, which hopefully you don't, you don't use leverage on it, um, you know, is, is more long-term. So that's what it is. Now, the last point that I'm going to address is that there are people out there who are trend followers. And they would say, well, what about trend following? And they would swear by trend following, right? Because they would say, you know, you can <clears throat> take a leverage product and basically write it. Um, look, theoretically, it, trend following exists, but most of it exists on hindsight. It is extremely hard to hold a leverage product long term. I'm just saying psychologically, it is very, very hard. 
sure you can look at something like the gold that came in the last two years maybe from you know i think it went from like 1200 to 1300 um you know check your charts i don't remember exactly but it scaled all the way up in the last two years to almost 2000 you know a few a, a few weeks ago and you say well if i traded this long term then sure you know i, I would have made it now okay fine you can make that argument but I'm saying that there's not a lot of people who can actually hold a contract that long because of the fluctuations that occur and the huge corrections that occur. We we were almost at at you know 2000, we corrected 100 and and $50 or something like that. And and that those fluctuations of, you know, $10,000, $15,000 per contract, those are huge fluctuations. So I believe because of the algos that we have, the HFTs, you know, the huge quantities that come from institutions, they make it very hard for the average person out there that approaches futures with risk capital, and you should be trading futures with risk capital to to withstand long-term fluctuations. So it is better um, if you are a short-term trader to learn how to use the parameters of short-term, use the risk management of short-term, block your ears to bias. And let me tell you this, it is extremely hard um, to block information coming in because you read it and it could come into you when you're subconscious, right? So you went long somewhere and you're thinking it's going higher and then it just starts going down a little bit against you but but still you can maintain the position and then you're saying well you know this guy said that it's overbought so maybe i should sell it right and you sell it and then it goes back up what you want to do is really be independent of that noise out there as a day trader focus on your methodology close the positions at the end of the day and hopefully that will put you in a better position i wanted to uh thank you for listening um just to remind everyone there's a substantial risk of loss in futures trading past performance is not indicative of future results please use only risk capital don't don't risk capital you can't afford to lose it does not feel good when you lose money that you can't afford to lose so um so stick and learn with capital that you can um some of you have more risk capital some of you have less risk capital some of you have more experience less experience you know depending on your risk appetite also you know determine what capital you want to um operate with i wanted to tell you that i look forward to servicing you at our company optimus futures you can find everything about us at www.optimusfutures.com we look forward to your emails or any questions you may have you may call us at 1-800-771-6748 if you're outside of north america it's 561-367-8686 we have great staff and we all are going to help you and we do look forward to helping you if you're with someone who takes your business for granted you haven't established a relationship with we would be more than happy to uh replace them anytime that's it for now i wish you a good day and a great week and i look forward to our uh, next podcast thank you bye-bye thank you for listening to the optimist futures podcast 
Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Google+, all under the username Optimus Futures. If you have any questions, feel free to send us an email to support at OptimusFutures.com or give us a call directly at 561-367-8686 or toll free at 1-800-771-6748. Once again, thank you for listening to the Optimus Futures podcast. Please remember that this matter should be viewed as a solicitation to trade. Trading futures and options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should therefore carefully consider whether such trading is suitable for you in light of your financial condition. Optimus Futures LLC is not affiliated with, nor does it endorse any trading system, methodologies, newsletter, or similar service. We urge you to conduct your own due diligence.